Before Carly Sternhouse, there were no girls. Hang on, that's not true. I do this kind of thing, you see. I make these big, daft statements without thinking. I mean, girls existed. Of course they did. I just didn't notice them. For the first 14 years of my life, I had other things on my mind. There was football and mates. Well, there was Jimmy anyway, and he was the only mate I needed. Either he was in goal or I was. We'd go to the cinema sometimes, and there was football. Did I mention that? Life was simple, happy. And then Carly arrived and, well, bang, that was it. Game over. I should have noticed Carly when she moved in on our street. I mean, the removal van was a giveaway, but what interest was that to me? A sofa and a microwave couldn't compare with slotting a penalty past Jimmy in the front yard. He was a girl up when the van drove past. I didn't lay eyes on Carly till she walked into class a few days later. It was morning registration, and to be honest, I probably wasn't looking my best. This is Carly, Miss Atkinson said. She's new to the area. Her words seemed to echo in my ears. For some reason... Those boring eight words felt like a poem. I swear, the second Carly appeared, I didn't just feel like a rug had been pulled from under my feet. The rug had been set on fire, with me still standing on it. I started sweating. I stopped thinking about my fantasy league football team. And there seemed to be music playing from hidden speakers somewhere in the classroom. But nobody else could hear it. Just me. It wasn't gentle music. It wasn't someone picking softly on an acoustic guitar. It was a fanfare. A choir belting out the greatest love song ever written at the top of their lungs. Are you all right, Marv? Jimmy asked from beside me. I replied, but I don't know what I said. I think I might have dribbled. I can't be sure. You look like you've dislocated your jaw, Jimmy said, grinning as he dug me in the ribs. I jabbed him back. Jimmy raised his arm as if he was holding an imaginary handbag in the air. He said sarcastically. I was in trouble. I couldn't stop looking at Carly, but I couldn't have told you why. My heart felt odd. It wasn't hammering, but it wasn't beating like it normally did. I swear it wasn't just living in my chest anymore. I felt it in my head, my legs, my fingers. They throbbed. Was I already out of my depth only a minute after laying eyes on her? What do you think? I've no idea what the rest of the day's lessons were about. Our science teacher could have told us how to turn belly button fluff into gold and my ears wouldn't have pricked up. My mind and my eyes were elsewhere. I know that sounds weird, but I wasn't leching over Carly or staring without blinking. Well, maybe I was a bit, because Jimmy noticed I was being odd. What is up with you? Jimmy asked when we were halfway home. Nothing, I said. What do you mean? You haven't talked crap since school finished. Not even a fart has passed your lips. So what's up? I told you. Nothing, I repeated. Just thinking about Fantasy League. About the fact you're top and I'm not. Rubbish, Jimmy replied. I've been kicking your arse all season and you've still been talking crap. I didn't know what to say. How to reply without lying. I mean, Jimmy and I didn't talk about girls. Why would we? 
But what if he'd worked them out already? What if Jimmy had a girlfriend and I didn't even know? My head was starting to spin. I didn't know which way was up. The only thing that saved me was that we reached the end of Jimmy's road. You coming back for a bit of FIFA? he asked. Can't, I replied. Homework. It was a crap answer, as he knew we didn't have any. All right, Jimmy said, frowning. Speak later then. See ya, I replied, already lost in my head. The walk home on my own should have done me good, given me a chance to clear my thoughts. But then I saw someone walking ahead on the other side of the road, the worst and best person it could have been, Carly.